1: well hey guys welcome back to the potted together podcast i'm nicole and i'm joined by my wonderful in every way co-hosts adam and becca hello hello how are you guys doing peachy. um yeah peachy as well <laughs> peachy. Speaking of peaches,
2: Becca, did you have any peaches on that tree that we found randomly in your yard? Oh, yeah.
3: There were no peaches this year. And I think I think, like, fruit trees, if they're not, like, happy, 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 they will fruit every other year. I've been reading about that. And so, Hmm. last year, the apple tree did not bloom, but the peach tree bloomed last year. Or, sorry, produced fruit, whatever. And... This year the apple tree did and the peach tree didn't. So Yeah. Mm. But all of the apples were eaten by deer, I'm assuming. There's no more apples left on that tree.
2: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> our
1: neighbors have <laughs> our neighbors have two apple trees in the yard and they hang over on our property and I'm like, yeah, apples, but mm. we cannot get to any of them because the squirrels take them. Mm. And they're all over the yard half eaten. Mm. Yeah. Are they like good apples or are they tiny? They're like those tiny little crab apples, I think.
4: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've heard that you can make pies with them mm-hmm.
3: at that point, but I didn't, obviously. I mean, by the time I even thought about it, I went out and they were gone. So, <laughs> great. Oh,
1: yeah. Houdini uh-huh. apples. I you know. All right. Well, today we are going to be talking about incorporating our house plans in the workspace. And we all have three different, very different workspace scenarios, but we also all work from home. So I think it'll be fun to hear like each of our stories and how we did that or do that. But before that, we need to catch up and mustard. So... Who wants to go first? How's your week going? What what happened this week? Anything special? Anything crazy? Any tea? Because I'm here for it. (laughs) (laughs) Any tea? Um.
3: Gosh, I'm trying to think. It has been very rainy. Let's start with a weather update. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's been so rainy and so nice, and that has reminded me that I. I'm inclined to call myself lazy if I, like, don't want to go outside and work on, like, the garden or the greenhouse Mm -hmm. or something. But, like, I need to be nicer to myself. So, that's something I've realized this week is that it's been, like, blistering hot. Who, in their right mind, would go out and work all day in that weather? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's unsafe. So, it's, like, this week when it's been in the 80s and, like, cloudy and raining on and off... I've been outside almost all day, every single day this week, so mm-hmm. I just, I don't know if there's anyone out there who has a tendency to, like, be rough on yourself. Don't do that. Just, yeah, don't it's okay. That. The weather, you know? It's really contingent on the weather here. So, yeah, I built my compost system. I planted a lot more seeds in the garden. Hopefully, I will have like a late season crop, like some fall crops. Basically, I'm just imagining this as like a fall planting is what I'm doing right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to redo my broccoli and lettuce and stuff in a covered bed because those things don't have to be pollinated. I don't think. Mm -hmm. I hope. I mean, broccoli, I'm a little weirded out about because I I see people grow it in like covered tents, but I'm like, doesn't it flower? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I'm just going to do what I see other people do, which is what I always do with gardening. So I'm going to set up like a covered row and grow that kind of stuff this winter and carrots and stuff like that so that it stays um, nice and warm and protected. And I think that I can probably grow like lettuce and stuff into probably December. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. We will see. I'm going to be... A little bit more proactive on my f- winter and fall gardening
1: this year. Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, but you had read that it was kind of not a great Midwestern gardening season. Yeah. And we have some, we have a few tomato bushes in our little tiny, tiny garden, and they're not doing that great either. So, mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking of doing some fall stuff, but our garden bed is so small. I feel like next year we either need to expand it or we need to do like some planter gardening, mm-hmm. I don't know. But tomatoes just take over. Do you have tomatoes in your garden? Yeah, I have gosh, 5, I think. Yeah, they yeah. They're bushy. They're so bushy. And you have to you have to kind of continually prune them to an extent or Mm -hmm. you know the plant will just put so much energy into the dead foliage and like foliage is not really giving you any fruit so it's kind of a pain in the butt i'm not a big gardener so bless your heart for for trying these past (laughs) couple years because it's really not my jam i'll tell you yeah well what i've realized
3: is if you like gardening you should hope that you also like cooking because now it hurts (laughs) even more if you waste the produce mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. which i i had this issue last year too i was like oh shoot like i actually have to cook this food like i need to like come up with things and so <laughs> i i finally was able to pick some food yesterday off of my pepper plants i did not grow peppers last year and i think it's one of my new favorite things to grow like it feels very similar to tomatoes, except that they stay, like the plant stays like relatively small and mm-hmm. like the fruit is big. So it's just like easy to like get in there and navigate around. So next year I think I'm gonna do like a salsa garden bed. Oh um, and like grow some really cool like tomatoes and peppers and Spices all in that one bed, and that's just like my salsa bed, because I've been really, mm. really loving the idea of making my own salsa, like in a blender. You know how like yeah, you can make like a pico de gallo pretty easily just by chopping up some stuff, but yeah. I kind of want to like make like a blender salsa. um You should
2: get a mojahete.
3: <gasps> yes, I really want to yeah. get one of those. Steve
2: mm-hmm. and I did a salsa and salsa class on one of our last cruises that we went where where they uh-huh. taught you how to make a bunch of salsas, like dessert salsa and all this stuff, and then they also taught you how to salsa dance, but we didn't do that part because... Well, Steve did. <laughs> I was filming. I don't have moves. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oh, I didn't gosh. mean to interrupt, but yeah, the mocajete that's, like, really fun to do, and it really, like, I don't know. It was cool yeah. to learn.
3: It, like, brings yeah. out the flavors. Like, it's kind of, like, using... uh, what is that? What is that pan? It's, like, the one that you... The flavors cast like, infused iron. in it. Yeah, cast iron. I feel like it has, like, a similar vibe to that, maybe. Like, the flavors are, like, in. Anyway, I don't know. So, mm-hmm. that's kind of the garden update. As far as the greenhouse goes, <laughs> no update. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming along. <laughs> it's slowly coming along, whatever. If it's not done by autumn, then I'll start getting upset. But I still, like, I think <laughs> we definitely have, like... Time, But, like, I really want to also be able to grow food in there this winter. And I really think I could. But I need to figure out Mm -hmm. the heater, which will be, like, the number one thing for the winter time and getting the airflow with the heater. So, I need to get that. I need to get it, like, the siding up so that I can start that process. Because that's, like, a whole other thing. And we we might actually just, like, bite the bullet and put electricity out there. But I was talking to Jeff from Vintage Hill about this. And he's like... Mm -hmm. Well, do you or your husband like know how to do wiring? And I'm like, well, yeah. Like Daniel's like super handy. He's done it before, and he's like, well, just mm-hmm. do that. Like whatever, you know. Like who cares? Like you could. I mean, okay. Nobody messaged me about this, <laughs> please. <laughs> <Because> <laughs>
1: Don't I come for can, us in the comments.
3: I already know there's gonna be messages, or maybe not, of people being like, never do electrical work yourself. My husband yeah. has experience doing it though, so it's not like I'm like DIYing this for the first time ever. Like he really knows how to do it. Um, yeah. But it's just like I I am going to get another quote or two from some electricians in the area. But that one quote, $4,000, um <laughs> it's astronomical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to see if I can get some more, but he told me that he got wiring done for like a much further distance and it was like less than half of of what I was or whatever. Mm. Anyway. Because
1: that's what it is. It's because of the distance they have to go from your house. Right. The and power the power line.
3: And like the piping is really expensive. Like the co- mm. I think it's like copper yeah. pipes. It's like really expensive yeah. right now. But he I mean, Jeff told me he's like, no, they were just trying to like screw you over or like give you like a go away price because he got like a way better deal. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. I'm going to see if I can find a better deal, but I think I am going to have to have electricity out there. Like, I just don't see any other way because it, this summer it was so hot. And like, yeah, how, how, how is that going to happen? You know, like, I don't know. So I really didn't want to do that, but De La Plant's going to have to make up for the, the like energy, difference you know what i mean like the Mm. the greenhouse will be added on like as a workspace like for taxes and stuff like that so it's just like yeah it'll get figured out so Mm -hmm. anyway um trying to think of anything else i don't really think i have anything else like to update on life has been like pretty normal um Mm -hmm. that yeah that i'm sure maybe other things will come up later but i don't i can't think of anything else besides those two updates. <laughs> Wait, I have a, a shortest question, update though, for me before. ever.
1: <laughs> before, well, not yet though. Don't hold your yeah. breath. Um, before we move on to Adam's week, I wanna know did you book Did you book a cruise yet? No.
2: Steve not keeps yet. asking me. Steve's like, did Becca book a cruise? He's like, really is invested in this. <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, it's just like, okay, the, the thing about it, that is hard for Daniel and I is just, like, getting a grasp on the amount of money that you pay up front. Like, but that's basically your whole trip. Like, that is basically, like, you're paying for – I'm assuming this is how it goes. Adam, you can t- um, weigh in. Or you should weigh in because you would know. But, like, with these cruises, it's, like, around 2000 ish for both of us in, like, mm-hmm. basic rooms. We're not – we're either, like, a window or, like, a small balcony. Um, because I don't want to do windowless, I think that that would not be good for me. But I at least a window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are like relatively cheap. So it's like around two grand. Like I I made a spreadsheet Total
2: for two people, right?
3: Yeah. Okay. And I, I made a spreadsheet. Where is this?
1: Of course
2: you. We did. love that.
1: We I, love the dayless spreadsheets.
3: <laughs> the dayless spreadsheets. I love a spreadsheet. <laughs> But I don't remember where I put it. Oh dear, where did I put it? Okay,
2: well, also on point brand.
3: Is, <laughs> yeah,
4: this
3: is I like did my all most of this amazing meat. work,
2: and now I lost it.
3: <laughs> I think it's in my docs. Okay, I'm gonna try to find it as I'm talking to you. But I I added up the cruise fees plus like our airfare, mm. and it was like average two thousand twenty five hundred.
2: yeah
3: oh here it is okay yeah oh no one okay but it's carnival it's carnival so Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) i mean it's fun for a party to be honest i kind of really enjoyed our carnival cruise
3: see dan Mm -hmm. and i would love to have like a mixture of like well, no, no, I, th- I would say in general, we are like high energy travelers, but like we love to do- go to the spa too and like get massages and like a carnival cruise is going to have a spa. So like, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: and like a pool, like an adults only section. So it's like 1500 for one carnival, 2000 for another carnival. And then we found a virgin cruise that's five uh-huh. days only, but that's $2,600.
2: Virgin looks so cool though. Steve and I really want to do one.
3: I know it looks so. And those so are nice. adults only. Yeah. See, that's fully. the appeal. No
2: kids allowed there.
3: <laughs> that's the appeal, you know. And like with that one, like it's a five-day cruise, but we could have like an extra couple days in Miami, which I would love because I love Miami a lot. So, but like Costa Maya, Bamini Beach Club, those are the only two places you'd go on the five-day cruise.
2: Okay. Bimini and the Carnival is, uh, Virgin's uh, private island kind of thing.
3: Okay, yeah. So it's like a full cruise experience. Like you're not gonna stop and like experience culture. Like you're cruising, which is fine because yeah. that's what the type of trip is. But the other two is Key West, Freeport, Nassau, and then Ochos Rios, Grand Cayman, and Cozumel.
2: Oh, that's, a, that's which. A good idea.
3: Yeah, so, like, both of those would be Is it a fun. ten day? Seven.
1: Seven, okay.
3: Yeah, so, anyway, we're considering it, but we're both, like... And also, that was research as of, like, a week ago, so it's probably outdated. Like, I don't know if those rooms are still available. And those are all yeah. happening, like, really soon, too. So, like, those are in September and August, mm. which we wanted. But, um, anyway point is we are trying but we we can't get past like the initial sticker shock because when you do traveling like in other ways like you have the initial sticker shock of your flights but then you can wait a little while before you book your hotels and stuff like that so like you're yeah. you're spending more money when you travel in other ways probably but it just doesn't feel like it because it's more spread out
1: yeah yeah that makes sense but the the cruise cost like that 1500 2000 that's including is that like with a drink and a food package? Like that's all inclusive, right? I don't. I didn't see that. But how does that work out? No.
2: Yeah it it does get a, it does kind of get a little strange. And you know, I would be happy to pass along the person I work through as a travel agent. She's really great, and yeah. they sometimes get better deals. You know, either two hundred dollars onboard credit that you can use towards buying a drinks package. But drinks packages are a little. They're usually like a certain amount a day, like $30 a day per person, and you can't just get mm. one. So like if you're rooming in a room with someone, everyone in that room has to get the drink package mm. because they don't want Because otherwise one person
1: will just buy it, yeah. Unless
2: they're under 21, obviously they can't get a drink package. Um, so it just depends. You don't have to get a drinks package. You can pay for the drinks yourself, like each time if you don't feel like you're going to drink a lot, but sometimes it's just nice to have it. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm not like a big drinker, but on vacation like having a um piña colada and also it's just like the the drink that is fun. Like not ne- not even necessarily the alcohol. Like I could get it virgin, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Yeah. But getting like a fancy drink is fun. Yeah,
2: yeah. I agree. Um If you guys have the ability, I mean, there's usually a lot of last minute deals, which would mean like you don't have a lot of heads up to get airfare or take time off Mm -hmm. work. I know for you, that's probably not that big of a deal. Daniel, it might be, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, have you ever stayed at an all inclusive resort like as an adult and paid for that? No. Okay. Because it's very similar. pretty amazing. And it's just (laughs) like it is a sticker shock, but like you're on Mm -hmm. a ship that has like different restaurants you can try. Yeah, And they're all included and different like fast service things. But I get it. I I really do understand. It does feel like it's a lot.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels like a lot up front. Uh, But I know that we've spent more than that on other trips. And we were like, sure, let's go. You know, but like just because it's all in one lump, it feels like, ooh. But honestly, like Mm -hmm. two grand for a vacation for two people doesn't even, for a week? That seems really cheap. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah it seems all, reasonable for sure all,
3: yeah all things considered like that doesn't seem all that expensive um especially when like there's all that entertainment like there's always something to do i don't know so yeah. i i think like we will do it we just need to like buckle down and like get it done and like book it we're so bad at booking travel like we we both love to travel we both want to travel but oh, it's we, like uh,
2: we know sitting down I mean, and you know what what port you're going out of, and what ship are oh you, you're
3: going to be on? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not booking we can the help airfare. You. Let
1: us know. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Daniel is going to be booking the airfare. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm not going to be in charge of that. He will be either doing it by himself, or he'll be sitting next to me watching because I will mess it up. I will.
2: <laughs> there also is a port in New Orleans, which I know I just looked up and it's, mm-hmm. a, it's, that's still like a 12 hour drive for you from where you're at.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
2: that could eliminate airfare, but with cost of gas right now, I feel like you should just, Oof. yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, okay. One of the cruises, the Key West Freeport, Nassau one, that is out of New Orleans. Mm. Yeah. But the one that goes to like Cozumel and Grand Cayman,
1: that's out of Miami.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's
3: either New like Orleans, Miami or New Orleans.
1: Have you been to New Orleans? Hmm. Oh, I love have. it. It's so fun. Uh, me too. Me too. I love it there. But then Miami is amazing as well. So it's like. I know. Good options all the way around. I
3: just like love. Man, I just loved Miami so much. Like being around Cuban culture was so cool because I spent my whole life being around mm-hmm. like Mexican culture in Tucson. And to see like this other side of like my family history was just like so cool. Plus, like you felt weird speaking English in Miami. Like it was just like so fun. Like I don't know. It feel it
1: felt like a foreign country, honestly. Yeah. I haven't been there since a since I was a kid. I just want to go back for the plants. If I'm being
2: honest. Yeah, and the, the plants
1: were insane. Yeah.
2: But- um, I would say I think Royal Caribbean has like a good mix of like they have the adults only section uh, and fun times. Virgin, Mm. I really want to try since it's adults only. And they have like a little like a little box in the rooms that are like a naughty box, like a a toy box, an adult toy (laughs) box. No way yeah they provide I would just suggest (gasps) like if you guys are thinking about this like Google the ship name or YouTube the ship name there are tons of cruise vloggers because obviously we watch all a lot of them but Mm -hmm. and they all do the same itinerary so you can just like watch a series of someone who does the Mm -hmm. itinerary that you want to go on and just like kind of get a vibe you know
3: yeah Mm -hmm. you're right you're right I'm like freaked out that they like offer a toy box like I'm blushing
1: That's hilarious What's in
2: it? I don't think it's <laughs> it's in I don't think it's anything major.
1: Uh, well, like I can't puffs. remember.
2: There some might loop. be cuffs. There might be some sort of ring that goes around some certain area.
1: Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, I'm blushing. Okay, I'm assuming this is in a vlog <gasps> on YouTube somewhere.
2: Oh yeah, people. Sh- well, they show the box and stuff like. The... <gasps>
1: well, I know what
3: I'm doing after this.
2: But do not <laughs> do not wear pineapples because you will get approached.
3: <laughs> or do wear
2: pineapples Or do, yeah, whatever, Wait, everybody has their kinks
3: Is it, everybody has their kinks Is it pineapples or flamingos? I my I thought it was flamingos There's probably no, so many No, pineapples, indicators. like
2: I don't know why that this became like the thing Because Steve has a pineapple shirt that he's worn on cruises We haven't been approached Apparently we just have resting asshole face But <laughs> I don't know when pineapples became the swinger signal
1: Okay, I didn't know this I didn't know about a signal and I'm really glad I know now because (laughs) I tend to purchase Jay clothes when we go on vacation and that would be hilarious (sighs) hilarious that would be so funny if you got him a pineapple shirt and then someone's like so (laughs) should just vlog the whole day be like wear this babe
2: (laughs) (laughs) or just you know make one with a cricket just like pineapple lifestyle boom
3: there you go have like a cup or like a lanyard or like I don't know how do you classily wear a pineapple anyway that's funny yeah I guess earrings I yeah Daniel Mm. thought it was flamingos and my mom is obsessed with flamingos and he's like is your mom I'm like no she's not
4: (laughs) Daniel (laughs) she's not a swinger
1: or if they are I don't know (laughs) it's fine if they are but I don't want to (laughs) know yeah you don't need that
3: visual huh no i don't need that visual i i I heard enough as a child like i don't need
1: more thank you (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh,
1: all right sorry for that question that kind of that kind of spiraled but anyway i hope you book your cruise soon and i would just take me along i'll 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 be there in spirit we need a vacation so bad Yeah. yeah i
3: will definitely vlog it if we do do that i mean i want to you guys have reinvigorated my desire to cruise <laughs> uh i'll talk to him about it tonight but his birthday's next we, week so I'm, I'm trying to plan like a birthday oh. trip so like ooh, you
2: yeah. know fun. fun
0: yeah
2: um we booked a cruise uh this will be the start of my catch-up but we booked a cruise uh, okay. like a while ago for 2023 we're going through the panama canal well we're not <gasps> transiting the entire canal but we're going into, like, the little lake and then going out. But we still get to go through locks, you know. So I'm really cool. excited mm-hmm. for that.
1: That's so cool. But
2: it was a big price tag because it's a 14-day cruise. So it's, like, two <gasps> weeks we're going to be on this boat. Oh, But we're whoa. going to the ABC Islands, which is, like, Aruba, Bonaire, Curacao. And those are, like, a wish list I- islands to hit for me and Steve.
1: Yeah. Have you and been to Aruba?
2: No. Ever? No.
1: I've been there a few times. It is amazing.
2: I'm so excited. But it was like this cruise for both of us was $7,000, which is a lot, I will say. But we did get like this certain class of this ship where we have access to this special restaurant just for that class. And also this like it's not the spa spa but it's like kind of a, a spa where you have those heated loungers that are like stone that you can like lay on and they're heated Ooh. and you get like a you know a sauna and all that stuff you get all these different mm. saunas and, and salt rooms and all this and i'm like i'm so excited for that vacation <laughs> when is that 20
3: when in 2023 march of 2023 <gasps> Ooh, that's coming oh my gosh i literally cannot wait to see this these vlogs like that's gonna be so oh my good gosh.
2: i can't wait for it
1: and sometimes it's worth the splurge you know and like who's to say that in like another year maybe waypoint explorers can be a, it could be a write-off
4: you know Yeah, maybe mm. yeah. i
2: did ask our resident genius steve yeah i've killed that if I could write off <laughs> cruises, if we start making money for Waypoint Explorers, he's like, that's taking it a little too far. And I was like, okay. Oh, dang!
4: <laughs> I was like, dang it. Is
3: it? I mean, at least your flight's there. Yeah. Like, your flights could definitely yeah. be, you can give yourself a bonus out of Waypoint to yourself. Like, there's ways around it. I mean, yeah, yeah. but there's ways around it. Yeah. Because, like,
1: there's travel, tra- when you're a travel vlogger, y- that's what you have to do for work. So, like... Yeah. yeah. I mean, your travel is
2: these, definitely
3: covered by the business to get there. Most
2: of these travel vloggers have to go a lot. Like, see, obviously, I only have four weeks of vacation, which is like, well, it's going to suck because we're not going to have content all the time. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these are they're travel agents, so they, they either get invited on these cruises for very, very cheap because the company, since they're a travel agent, they want to, like, show them... The stuff. So that's always a good yeah. idea. Like if either of you two are ever mm. like, eh, supplemental income, travel yeah. agent. Maybe not for you, Becca, because that could be a little <laughs> hard with the booking things. <laughs>
4: Just kidding. <laughs>
3: you're right you are right
1: she can laugh about it
3: imagine calling a bride like three days before her wedding and being like so uh oh i booked you the wrong location (laughs) i would freak the freak out Uh, (laughs) i was not a bridezilla but i would be in that moment if if my travel agent was like i booked you to going to the wrong city (laughs) whoopsie doopsies
2: it would have been flower crowns times 10. <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. 100%. Oh.
2: Anywho, that aside, my week's been pretty good. I It's random, but I've had like a lot of people from my past come into town, which is such a weird time to come to Arizona. July? Like,
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. If
2: there's a time to not come here, it's now. It's, it's now. now. July. <laughs> mm-hmm. But one was my friend Val, who is the only person, well, one of the very few people that I talked to from high school. And best mm-hmm. friend um, And that was really fun I Went up to Sedona this weekend and hung out with them And did some hikes I literally thought I was going to die like, <laughs> Because a good chunk of the crew was in shape And they were like way ahead of us And I was just like huffing and puffing
1: <laughs> Oh I would have died That looked like it was a pretty Intense hike too
2: It was kind of intense but it was so worth it It was so gorgeous mm-hmm. It was, cath- was it? the cathedral trail um, mm-hmm. And Val's family has a lot of siblings. I think there's like seven or eight of them. I can't remember how many. Uh, so one of her sisters is one year younger than me, or two years younger than me. But anyway, there's, they're just like all close in age. But one of her sisters lives here, Kristen, and I just feel a kinship with her. And she might listen to this podcast. So if you do, hi, Kristen. She likes plants. Hi, Kristen.
3: <laughs> hi.
0: But
2: uh, <laughs> she, she's kind of like me in that we both just wanted to get out of that town. But then the others that were there kind of, you know, they love Genoa and that's fine. You can love it. We can disagree on that. Anyway, (laughs) but it's kind of hard to like, sometimes it's hard. It's fun to reminisce, but then sometimes I'm like, that was a really traumatic period of my life. So yeah, uh, yeah. but it was good. And then Tuesday I had a friend who knew me during my marriage like that. That was like a mutual friend, you know, come into town and I was really nervous and anxious about that because I love these people, but I mm-hmm. I did not leave on a good note because of just my mind space in that time. Like I didn't even have a conversation with them. And I was I mean, I would consider them like the, the top of my list of people I love and care about, you know, mm-hmm. and I just kind of ghosted. And I think mm-hmm. back and I cringe about that often, you know, as we fours do like something will trigger in my mind and I'll just like go right back to that and then just like mm-hmm. have like this oppressive anxiety out and so i was able to look them both in the face and apologize for my actions and and that Mm -hmm. felt really good and um yeah it was just really good and the reason they're here is because they possibly might move out here and their parents were like fine if you're going to move out there then you go in july and you see how you like it but like (laughs) jokes on them because this is like the coldest week in arizona it's like not even hitting (laughs) a (laughs) hundred
3: amazing Nice.
2: So yeah, this I So like are took, they still there? Yeah, they are. Yeah, okay. they're. I are think they they're gonna hang out. Are they
1: you guys out.
2: or no? No, no. Oh. I think they're gonna hang out in Sedona and then Flagstaff. But I was like, it's just so nice being here. Like, you can drive three hours and be in the mountains. You yeah. can come play disc golf in the afternoon in the winter. You can drive to California. I don't know. Yeah, I love it.
1: I always said that like. I visited my when my mom and stepdad lived out there. I visited a couple times in the winter, and I remember one time it was like right before Christmas, and that was like the best time. Like it was almost it was kind of off because I've only known Chicago at Christmas time, but like to be somewhere else where there's like Christmas decorations and it's like '70s '60s <laughs> was amazing. It was yeah. it was weird, but it was like I can actually enjoy this, you know?
2: Yeah it's yeah. good so yeah I mean that was basically my week it was just like kind of a blast from the past but it was all good stuff you know and okay. it's always good to just like I don't know get something off your chest or something like I don't know how to like, say that but like to just to be able to like express your um, apology to face to face and then just be forgiven and and not have that like stress you out the rest of your you know the rest of your days
1: Mm -hmm. yeah like a weight lifted yeah yeah
2: yeah because from the moment uh, he texted me to like hang out I like have I kind of have just been mentally a wreck because I just like I don't know it's Mm -hmm. I can't explain it but like my brain just like takes me into some wild places and it's just not good places and I would say 90% of the time it's my brain's wrong but you know I think it's my defense mechanism of prepare for the worst Mm
1: -hmm. yeah
2: kind of thing I don't know
1: I think a lot of us go through that. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Also been, like, fully obsessed with Big Brother. I used to watch it <laughs> when it first aired, like, back in the day, like, 2004, 2003. But then mm-hmm. I didn't watch it for the longest time. And I started this new season. And I'm, like, catching myself watching the live feed some nights. And I was, like, what a weird, <laughs> like, what a weird thing that we can do. Like, these people are even- living... I life. don't even know
1: this show. Is it a show? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I honestly could never do it. I would be a wreck because you really have to like be conniving and like friends with all these different groups to try to like make sure you don't yeah. get kicked out. And honestly, I just can't lie that well. I oh, cannot no. do it.
3: Yeah, but and like, it's what fun does that say about <laughs> you if you can? It's like, hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah. Huh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's kind of scary.
2: But yeah, basically, Nicole, they put like 16 people in a house and for like s- six weeks or something. But basically, I think the house is like it looks like a house, but it's on a sound stage, and there's lights on 24 seven. And you always are oh, recorded. No. There's ca- there's like 97 cameras around this house.
1: Mm-hmm. Like sleeping and everything.
2: Yeah. But yeah. like the lights don't go off. So like they have to sleep with the lights fully on and all this stuff. No. And they mm-hmm. do competitions an- and, yeah. I feel like mentally it would screw me up big time, mm-hmm. but I love watching it.
3: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. There was a contestant on, I think, 50, se- season 50. There's no way there's been that many. I don't remember which no. one it was. Um, But she was married. She was from Tucson. She was married to this guy And in the house, she, like, flirted with this other guy to, like, get further into the game. And, like, she would say in, like, the confessional, like, yeah, I know I'm flirting and I'm probably pushing boundaries, but, like, I want to win. And I think they, like, made out or maybe they slept together. I don't, I don't remember. Her name was Christine. Anyway, she and her husband eventually got a divorce and her husband ended up marrying somebody that I went to high school with. And it was just like a whole thing. I mean, they were all from Tucson. Whoa. So it was just like weird. Like I follow his wife on Instagram. Like wow. I see I see Christine's ex-husband on Instagram. And Christine, like, I don't know if she's married or what, but anyway,
1: that was a whole drama. Wow. It sounds like <laughs> it sounds like real world meets Temptation Island in a house. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Like, because the mean,
1: real world... Well, the real world was reality TV. kind of like real world TV.
2: and Survivor at the same mm-hmm. time, I feel like. Cause, okay. I mean, I love Survivor, but I couldn't play that game. I could do the, you know, the um the race one. Why can't I think of the name of that?
3: Amazing Race?
2: The Amazing Race. I think I could do that one because that's basically like... Whatever. Survivor is a lot of like gameplay mm-hmm. of like alliances and immunity and all this mm-hmm. stuff, and so is Big Brother, which is just very stressful mm-hmm. to me. But yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I can't watch stuff like that. Like things that like are fast no one's and like killed. Is that why? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was gonna say, you know, but I could <laughs> sit here and watch a serial killer. Anyway. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> let's hear your name. Let's hear your week.
1: Well, I think the remainder of my week is gonna be checking out what Big Brother's about, if I'm being honest, because it's interesting. <laughs> I think you would like it, Nicole. It I probably would like it. I probably
2: would. It's on I three think. times it It's on three times a week though.
1: Oh, that's intense.
2: Sundays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Yeah.
1: It's well, like Love Island.
3: Love Island's on like five nights a week or something.
2: Is it streaming or is this like Paramount Plus? You gotta, you gotta, you got a Peppa Pig. You, gotta, you gotta got it. You got a profile. I got it.
1: Peppa, Peppa Pig. 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 All right. Um. Okay. So my week. Let's think about it for a second. Honestly, not a whole lot. If I'm, if I'm being. Oh, I should let you guys know now that I can't record next Thursday because we'll be in Wisconsin. So oh, there's okay. that. What part
2: of Wisconsin? <laughs>
1: we're going to lake geneva
2: fun yeah
1: so we finally booked a trip a few days ago actually so i guess that's the highlight of my week we're going for only two days well three days two nights Uh, we rented a house and we're going with my mom and ted and the dogs which is fun Mm. um yeah so we're gonna be (laughs) there for like half the week (laughs) and sorry (laughs)
3: I'm flossing right now everybody I'm sorry I started and now I have to finish it I, f- I felt weird this whole time that only like three of my teeth were flossed <laughs>
1: I'm trying to hide it um I mean it doesn't bother me honestly I told you that before but so we are, we're gonna rent a boat and there's like a little dog beach some really good restaurants at lake geneva is great like there's just a lot to do over there and we went last year we stayed at like a resort out there for a few days and we told my mom and ted about it and they wanted to go to like aruba this year for a vacation but because like airfare is just so expensive right now they waited kind of last minute to book they're like you know what we're just gonna wait till next year so they decided to come with us so i'm excited that's fun Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be like our first trip with them, which is fun. I wish it was for longer, but the house that we wanted to rent didn't have any more available days, and we really wanted to find a place that accepted the dogs because when you have, listen, when you have two pit bulls, the amount of discrimination against these dogs is just, it's awful. Like, it's so hard finding a place that accepts big breed dogs like even german shepherds or like huskies i feel like pitbulls have the worst rep but Mm -hmm. anyway this place looks really cute so we were happy to find it so we're like well school starts in like two weeks already i cannot believe it's back to school yeah that was that was another highlight of my week school supply shopping (laughs) the most wonderful (laughs) time of the year
2: oh my god i love
1: school supply shopping (laughs)
2: me too i wonder if my mom hated it but i <laughs> loved setting up my notebooks and getting all my pens yes. and pencils on the spots and my new five-star vibe that year oh yeah absolutely yep. my
1: Trapper lisa Frank. keepers yes. so mia got a whole bunch of stuff and she's very much like that i was like that too as a kid as a parent it's a little bit different oops sorry i got a call um But yeah, so that's, I mean, that's pretty much the gist of my week. I don't have a whole lot, but that's okay because, you know, we're already 40 (laughs) minutes in. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Hold on one second, guys. I really, I'm I'm sorry.
2: I'm just thankful for the real ones who really just love to come here to to talk and some plant stuff.
1: The people who
3: are like, as little plant talk as possible. We can have the plant talk, but keep it to a minimum. (laughs)
1: You to minimum. <laughs> yes. Someone left a review that was like 10% plant talk, 90% chit chat. Mm-hmm. My title says it all. And then I <laughs> someone, mean, some, sorry, go ahead. Someone DM'd us and was like, you know, it's more like 36 or 30, 70, but whatever. I'm here for it. I'm here <laughs> for the chit chat. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. I mean, we do always try like around the 30 minute mark to start talking <sighs> about plants and like. I feel like we do a good job of that. I mean, today is obviously not a good example. We're at 40 minutes and we're not talking about plants yet. But, like, I feel like we do a good job typically of getting the subject started at least 20 to 30 minutes in. And, like, we do. You can skip
1: to the 30-minute mark. There's a a skip button for a reason, you know? But also, like, today's topic isn't that intricate. Like, it's not going to be... A super ton of information. We each Mm -hmm. have our own experiences in the workplace, in different workplaces, and then also working from home. And after you listen to today's episode, we would love to hear how you incorporate plants in your workspace. So be sure to leave a comment on our Instagram page at Together. Okay. Wow. Let's go. Save big on Brunch for
0: Mom, all in the Kroger app.
2: <laughs> Getting the housekeeping right off the bat, I love that.
1: Right off the bat, right off the bat, got to plug it. Okay, <laughs> so Adam, you used to work in an office space, like you had an actual cubicle. right? I
2: do, yeah, I did, Mm-hmm. with a nice so how big was window. It was, it yeah, was amazing. you had a great window. You know, that was kind of like the semi-start of my plant journey. That was in my like acquire everything over-consume stage of plants, like go to a big box store over my lunch break, and if there's anything I had never seen before, I bought it kind of situation. <laughs> um, but I wasn't mad about it because, like, there are scientific studies and so many studies out there that show, like, if you bring nature, if you bring plants into a sterile work environment, that it's proven to make people more productive. Uh mm-hmm. and And I get it. Like, I'm not saying that I was like, oh, yeah, now I'm some super productive human. But it was really nice to sit there and, like, have these plants surrounding me in my little area and Mm -hmm. uh, bringing nature inside, especially in the winter in the Midwest when, like, seasonal affected disorder was bad for me. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. But yeah, for the most part, I felt like they were all easy to care for, and you know, even when we're all working, we're not just like glued to something for the hours and hours. You get up, you take a walk, you can take a plant to the sink and water it. Like, mm-hmm. I really, I loved it, and I was lucky enough to have a window. But there are so many different types of plants that will do just fine under fluorescent lighting, because some of mine were, you know, five feet from a north window, which north in illinois was not very bright, you know. i
1: mm-hmm. I'm envisioning cuz i remember you posted either a couple stories or maybe posts on your instagram which may not be there anymore, i don't know. Um of your space, but i did you have a pegboard?
2: No, i actually did have a video on my channel about a office plant tour. Um, Okay,
1: maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I thought you had a pegboard, and I'm, like, envisioning, like, a pothos crawling along it. Maybe it's somebody else? I'm really sorry.
2: I had a couple, like, over-the-door hangers, like, over-the-door, like, storage. Like, you could get at, like, HomeGoods or something that go over the door and have, like, a little basket. And then I put plants in that on my cubicle wall. Um, Okay. And some door hooks, like, you know... But there's tons of stuff out there for cubicles, like tons of products specifically for cubicles, like giving you shelves and stuff that you can just kind of attach over the yeah. thing and, and just, you know, have plants.
1: And given the amount of like how much plants have come up in, since COVID, I'm sure that there's so many different plant products, pots, like stuff for the workplace mm-hmm. in general now.
2: I will say, though, I think a lot of, like, bigger corporations forbid people from bringing in plants and stuff, which is sad.
1: That's really sad. Oh, let us know if you work for a company like that if you want to share that information because I'm mm. curious. I
2: mean, I did have fungus gnats, and the people at work were like, what are these? Because, you know, they fly around mm. your face. <laughs> my, my office mate, Beth, at the time, she was just like, there's a lot of flies in here. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh you need like a net over the top of only yours so yeah. you're all the only one dealing with them
2: <laughs>
1: yeah
3: yeah but, i was uh um, oh sorry i follow oh, somebody who has plants in her office and uh it's house plant h-a pamela h-a-u-s plant
2: okay she
3: said that they send passive aggressive emails about like only like limited to like one or two plants per desk or whatever. And she's like sitting there with like five and she's like, okay, like come take them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I
2: dare you. (laughs) Uh, uh. But well, I started putting places in other spots in the work that weren't my office, you know, and people loved it. I don't know if they're still there. I don't know if they're still happy. Um, but when I was there and I was taking care of them, like I would walk in the door and people are like, the Monstera has a new leaf. Like and they're just like <laughs> all this excitement about it. So I think it brought yeah. joy to other people too. Mm-hmm.
1: I before we got on the podcast, I kinda did a little a little research and there's an article here from Work Design magazine. And this study was a Norwegian study that was done in the mid nineties, but it like showed statistically that plants really helped people in office scenarios like in general it says neuropsychological symptoms were reduced by 23 percent when plants were present like fatigue by 30 percent even like if you had a cold like coughs decreased by 37 (laughs) percent dry throat by 25 percent and then dry or flushed skin was reduced by 23%, which just leads me to believe that I'm just I'm just gonna pile pothos all around me and maybe my rosacea will go away. Maybe. You know? <laughs> Who's and to I say?
4: Know.
1: Who's to say? But I thought that was interesting. Like, because I don't know, like there's this there's this stigma, I guess is the word I'm looking for behind office jobs that they're just so robotic and it's Plain white walls, cubicle. Like most people don't like their work environment in office scenarios. I wouldn't say most, but a mm-hmm. lot. And brightening it up with plants, I feel like, is just the simplest thing you can do, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: What are some plants that like, let's say there's no windows. What are some that will do good under fluorescence only?
2: Mm. Um, I feel like some easily accessible plants... Uh, that would do good. Uh, snake plant, Dracaena, Sansevieria, do decent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they do decent because they take a long, long time to die. So maybe they're not doing well, but you don't really know it
4: mm. <laughs> because
2: <laughs> they really hang on there. But aglionemas, I had an mm. aglionema that just like thrived under fluorescent light.
3: Yeah, oh. those do really
2: well. Um, peace lilies, I think, are is also something you usually consistently see as like an office plant. Um mm-hmm. what's another one? It's um diffenbachia. I feel like those can sometimes be decent under fluorescent lights, but that one might be a little tricky.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, what about pothos? Did you say pothos? I'm oh sorry. pothos,
2: obvious. Yeah, sorry, no I didn't. Pothos, spider do well. plants I Spider plants of yeah. Brazil, like a philodendron hederaceum, those do well. Mm-hmm. Like the green heart leafed philodendrons yep yeah i mm-hmm. mean there is quite a few plants that will just do fine under fluorescent lighting
1: bamboo like water bamboo mm-hmm. yeah i feel little well too yeah also
3: if you like want to avoid the gnats thing like with the mention of water you could just grow cuttings in water around your desk um mm-hmm. yeah you know, like, that would, you would not get gnats, and all you have to do is switch out the water, and I find that when a plant is growing in water, it needs less, like, light. I don't know if that's, like, a true thing, but I've put plants in a cup of water in, like, a really dark
1: area, and it did totally fine. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know why, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you can always add, like, a little nutrients to your water, too, mm-hmm. you know? Um... That's actually a great idea for the fungus gnat issue. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do like
3: full LECA. You could just put nutrients in your water and make sure you're changing out your water so it stays oxygenated. But at the end of the Mm -hmm. day, I mean, that seems like
1: a really easy thing. And pothos are great in water. I mean, they're not going to. Well, I take that back because I was gifted cuttings that were grown solely in water, and I actually think that she had them in her workplace. She just had a bunch of cuttings in a in a big vase mm-hmm. and she would change out the water like once a week, and this thing was huge, like this plant was gigantic, yeah um yeah they're they're great for the office. I think that's why we see a lot in in office spaces of yeah, both you know, those cuttings, yep, yeah. For sure. What about you, Becca? You were a teacher. Yeah, so... How did you incorporate them in the classroom? Having plants
3: in my classroom was, like, the greatest thing that I did. Um, I don't think that I did it initially. I think I did it maybe around, like, September or October. I don't really remember. But... Yeah, I... Maybe I did do it initially. Either way, the kids loved them. Like, it was this fun little thing that they could, like, check on every time they came in because I didn't have the same kids. Like, I didn't have them all day. I just had them for, like, two hours a day. And so, you know, some kids, like, really took an interest and others didn't care, but it was always a conversation piece. And, like, since I taught ELA, I was able to, like, incorporate, like, writing prompts with the plants, like one time i had them do like a pov from the plants like pretend like you are <sighs> writing as if you are this plant in this classroom and like what are you seeing all day like what are you smelling what are you hearing like and it was just like so much fun because you get to like personify something in the classroom like it's like having a class pet but like not like way easier, yeah.
4: <laughs> way, <laughs> yep. easier. So way
3: easier so i had Th- four or five really big north windows in that classroom and that ugh, man every time I think about that classroom like I get so sad because it was such a great classroom it was huge it had these basically a full wall of windows um and it out the window was this huge mountain view but anyway so I had snake plants I had spider plants I had aglionema and I had dracaena did I say spider plant? I also had a spider plant. The kids liked the spider plant the most because it would put off babies. And so they could see like changes happening yeah. with the plant. The other ones more or less stayed looking exactly the same. So I would say if you want to incorporate plants into your classroom, bring in varieties that are going to grow really fast um, and mm-hmm. like show a difference. Like even if that means like growing herbs in your classroom under a grow light or like growing things from seed, in your classroom, like I think, just the idea of something growing and changing every single day is really great for that type of an environment because kids are gonna be drawn to them, especially when they see changes because they want updates. So
1: mm-hmm.
3: anything fast-growing is great, like pothos, uh, spider plants, um, gosh, like vining anything that vines, um, herbs great. I don't know. I already said that, but like herbs would be a really good one under a grow light. So Mm
4: -hmm. yeah,
3: that was pretty much the experience. And like, you have to be mindful of how you're going to water them and like what that looks like. I know that some classrooms like or some schools like have more accessible bathrooms or whatever else. Like Mm -hmm. there was a, my classroom was right across from the bathroom and the janitor would just like like I would just ask her to leave a the closet open in there and there was like a like a shower without a shower head, like a drain. Mm-hmm. And so she would just let me water my plants in there and then I would leave them in there for a few minutes when they were done water getting watered and then I would put them back. But even then, <laughs> when it was very inconvenient, I still took them somewhere else to water because I am fervently a disbeliever in watering in place. But <laughs> <laughs> um if you're a teacher and you want to bring plants into your classroom, I would suggest getting something like the planta potty. That's a product that um yes. did we all get a planta
0: potty?
4: We, we did. did. I have yeah. yet to
1: put mine together because I don't have a bucket
2: yet. Me too. I need to go get but, a bucket. But I okay. lo- It's yeah. so cool. I love it. Okay. Yeah.
3: That's hey, I that's all right. The planta potty is fun. <laughs> okay, so I've used mine like so many times, and if I was a A teacher still i would have one in my classroom at all times because you just like it's a on a five gallon bucket it's like a 3d printed frame and then there's like metal little things that you put into the frame and i think they've also started printing one where you don't have to put the little metal things in it so it's just like a a cap that you put on top of the five gallon bucket and Mm -hmm. it's amazing like it's such a nice tool because you can water your plants like basically in place you're just slightly moving them off the shelf and Onto this bucket, and yeah, I mean, I highly suggest that one because because you don't have to find a bathroom, and also like the sinks in a bathroom are like not like your sink in the kitchen. Like sometimes I would bring the plants mm-hmm. downstairs to like the teachers' lounge and water, but that sucked because they were so heavy, and I had to go yeah. like we didn't have an elevator. It's old school. I had to go up a flight of stairs, like you know the drill. So. Just find ways to make caring for them easy, and I was about to say, like, assign a class job to take care of the plants, but at the same time, I want to say don't do that, because
4: mm,
2: mm. Oh, I was just (laughs) going to say that.
3: Okay. (laughs) I would would say sure, but plants don't necessarily need care every single week, so, like, you would just have to make it clear that, like, you're not going to be watering every single time, but, like you know, you might have to just remove some yellow leaves or maybe turn the plant. Like, you just have to make it very Mm -hmm. obvious that, like, hey, you can't just, like, put water on this every single week. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... But finding a way to, like, incorporate the plants like with the kids and like have them like be actively doing something like I had one kid who like took an interest in my spider plant and he was really the only one that cared and so one day I had him like snip off one of the babies and put it in water and I think I sent it home with him at the end of the year I don't really remember but yeah I just like found little ways to let them like take care of them without putting the plant's life in jeopardy because kids like they don't know most adults don't even know so
1: yeah,
2: your uh, your planes are pretty big. Like, it, I I would feel the same way. I, I have like, control issues, but I would probably just like give them like a little tiny glass and be like, well, that's kind of lying to them because then they'll think that they could do that to their plants at home. But I was like, just yep. give it some water. And then like I'd be watering it behind their back like that night. Yeah. Uh, just
1: give it an ice cube.
2: <laughs> but an ice cube. <laughs> I think that's I mean, we've talked about this before in the podcast, but propagation is when I learned about that, and I didn't learn about that till as an adult, like I don't even remember really having that many plant, like science classes. I do remember mm-hmm. we like grew a green bean from a bean, and I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. But I think when I did was that too. when I was an adult, and like I learned about propagation, I was like, that just blew my mind, and I just loved mm-hmm. that. Like you were showing kids that, and also that teachers, you know, in the classroom could show kids that,
4: mm-hmm. and yeah. even like.
2: You know, it's kind of like a cute little memento, like you could take a bunch of cut, especially a pothos, and then like
4: mm-hmm. at the end
2: of the year, you could just be like, okay, well, everyone, like, here's your piece of this plant, like, or you could pot it up together in like little tiny pots and they could take it home, mm-hmm. you know?
4: Cute. cute.
2: Oh.
1: But that would be cute. another really good way to to maybe minimize having to water your plants if you just took cuttings from your collection and kept them in water in the classroom. Yeah. And then, yeah. You can just give them away at the end of the year. And they could watch the roots grow. I think that that's a nice visual learning experience, mm-hmm. too. Yeah.
3: Yeah, kids want to see, like, the active parts of growing plants. They don't really care about the, like, tiny, subtle things. Like, they just don't notice them. Yeah. And there was plenty of kids that didn't even notice that I had plants. Or if there was a day where I, like, took them home, like, I'd bring them home for Christmas break. So that's also another thing to think about. Like, you can't leave them there for two weeks because the lights aren't on, the air is probably off. So, like... Yeah. Spring break as well. I think I left mine during spring break because it, it was only a week and it wasn't cold. But um, like when I didn't bring the plants back immediately, like kids did notice. They're like, oh, where are they? Even though they had never mentioned mm-hmm. it before. But kids are just weird. Like they're just like, oh, well, I noticed that you didn't bring them back. Like, why not? We liked them. Like you never said anything about it. How would I know you liked them? They're like, well, we did so when are they coming we back? Did. I'm like, okay. And you you're guys are, to know that. Yeah, like, they're such <laughs> tweens. So
4: <laughs>
3: those are my thoughts on on all of that. And incorporating grow lights if you don't have windows, because I know that there's some classrooms without windows, but, like, grow lights are great, and you can have them on all day while you're there. And then... Yep.
2: Also, there's some, like, really great options for grow lights now, like small little under-the-cabinet lights that you can literally yes. just, like, stick yes. underneath, like... Your shelf, your shelf, or if your cubicle has like, and I'm thinking about office, but if it has like one of those like kind of shelves at the top, you can just slap the grow light into that and have a plant there on your desk. And yep. yeah, boom. yeah,
1: yeah. I think I talked about this on the podcast last week, but I recently was gifted a planter that has like a clock, a calendar, a Bluetooth speaker, a grow light, and it's like a it's a planter, it's a pot. So cool. Mm. So those are some really good options um i the one thing i remember about you being a teacher becca which is i think when i started following you was like towards the end of the school year i -hmm. think you were getting ready to pack up your classroom and maybe you put a plant on a ladder or you were like climbing up to get a plant (laughs) and it crashed to the or like everything fell to the ground
3: oh my gosh Okay, i'm not making that
1: up okay good no i had
3: a rolling bookshelf and it was two bookshelves. yeah yeah there's two bookshelves stacked on top of each other and i thought that it was screwed together because why wouldn't it be this it's a classroom with children in it i should have checked because if a kid pulled that down onto themselves i don't even want to know what would happen like it was really Mm -hmm. bad So, yeah, I had three plants sitting on top of it, and I was, like, moving it to take a photo for Instagram. Ah! Of course. And, um, (laughs) yeah, I just, like, pushed it a little too hard, and it started wobbling, and I was like, what? And then it came crashing down, the loudest sound I think I have ever heard. Um, And my classroom was (laughs) right above the principal. And her office was right below my classroom. And guess who did not come to check? The freaking principal. Yeah, and I know she was down there. She she was the worst. Anyway. Um the <laughs> the kids in the class next to me like ran in. They're like, "Miss, are you okay?" Like it was a whole thing. Aww. And they actually cleaned it up for me, which was really nice. I didn't they were like, "Do you want us to clean this up?" And I'm like, "Okay." Aww. <laughs> like, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> like not even my students. They were probably just trying to get out of doing work, but I was like, "Sure." <laughs> <sighs>
1: <laughs> trying to get out of algebra or something, right?
3: Yeah, probably.
1: It was their Spanish
3: class. I'm like, mm, "What are you avoiding?" But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I remember. Oh. That was so bad good times. <laughs> yeah. So, my experience with plants in the workplace. I didn't start collecting house plants until I had already started working from home. So, a lot of my personal plant collection has just been in my general workspace, but I will speak on on working from home and like incorporating plants into that area wherever your office or your desk might be because i well, I film the podcast, not film we record the podcast, and I'm in my daughter's room, and there's literally just like an air plant hanging from the window and nothing else because she just chooses not to have plants in her room. And downstairs where my desk is in the basement, I can't really have a lot of plants because I don't have much light down there. So I'm really trying to incorporate more of these like smaller grow lights in, in areas around my desk. But it's, I feel like you can do a lot more when you work from home, obviously, because you have more creative freedom and fungus gnats aren't that big of an issue if, if you're the only <laughs> one dealing with it or you and your partner. I don't know. Maybe that's an issue. Sorry if I touched on a hot topic, but uh, <laughs> um, sometimes it can be a little difficult too. like if you're in a space where you don't get a lot of natural light and, you know, you have to incorporate that. But um, one place I did decorate with plants was my husband's studio. So my husband Jay is a photographer, too, and he has a studio in the city and he has gigantic windows and they're east facing, but his studio is in the middle of an alley like his windows face an alley. So they literally face another building like he's not it's the city. He's not getting any real light in those windows But he gets enough to be able to keep like some plants there. So. I, um, I like, (laughs) I remember when he was starting to set up his studio, he's like, I really want plants. Like I want to incorporate plants in my photo shoots. And he has like this bedroom set up. And I was like, okay. So I like went through my whole plant collection and I was like, which ones are we going to grab? And of course I ended up like grabbing the pothos and joy and like (laughs) a snake, all the snake plants I have. I was like, just take them all. (laughs) You know, I think like there was like a Madagascar palm at one point. Um, he has uh, Allocasia regal shield, which is a very easy allocasia. It's not like the mm-hmm. rest of our babes. But anyway, so like, you know, setting up that space was kind of cool because it was like, well, it's somebody else's space. So it's kind of different. But also like he's incorporating them in photo shoots, which I think is is mm-hmm. really cool especially if you're doing like a lifestyle shoot i'm seeing more and more plants in lifestyle photo shoots or like people incorporating them in like commercial ads and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know yeah so so that's that's really fun but i don't know i need some more girl lights for my desk downstairs you guys i need to like just bite the bullet and buy some i'm thinking of soul solutions actually hashtag mm-hmm. yeah. like not sponsored yeah Okay,
3: like what, like the track light, or what are you thinking, hanging in the corners?
1: Maybe because, yeah, maybe because I have like a, I have a wall next to my desk where I can do something like that. Or maybe just like the ones that are on the cord where you can like hang a hook from the ceiling and just have it drop down to your plant. Like I like those. I was thinking like a couple of those would be cool. Yeah. I like that idea. Cool,
2: cool, cool. Yeah, you should go with that.
1: I know. I know I should. Do you have, do you guys have any or no? No, but you've just inspired
3: me because I have that huge Monstera Deliciosa and like I need like a huge plant for like a corner in my room. Like I think it would look really nice, like next to the big mirror. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't want to put a plant there because there's not enough light. But if I get a Soltec light, it looks nice.
1: Those are yeah. cute. They're so, like, aesthetically pleasing. They really you know? are. yeah. They the s- pendants they sent are so me nice. One.
2: They sent me a pendant, yeah. and I haven't used it yet. And I want to use it for my Thai constellation because, like, your De- yes. Monstera Becca, it's, like, huge. The Thai constellation's huge. It's not fitting in the spot that it used to. Um, yeah. But I really am afraid that all the leaves are going to bend and point up towards the light. Oh, so, well, naturally. Yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know how I feel about those ties that like kind of turn into like a lily pad, you know, because they're kind of like mm-hmm. right. But yeah, you know, it's still beautiful. Yeah. I'm st- I still, I think, I still think I might try it.
3: It's the I have a Aspect Grow Light.
1: Is that the one they sent you? Yeah,
2: the Aspect Pendant.
1: Oh, nice. See, I have a really big um, Euphorbia in my basement. Don't ask me how it's still alive. It's quite literally in a dark corner next to my desk. And um, I haven't given it any water in probably a month and a half. So Mm -hmm. that's probably what it's hanging on to. But I think something like that, like the pendant light would be good for a plant like that, that naturally grows upward, you Mm -hmm. know, or any cactus, really. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. 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 uh, I'm looking at it right now and two it's like 150
2: to 200
1: yeah yeah they're not they're not that easy on the pockets but they're so cool i know a lot of people i've seen a lot of people have them yeah well see the thing is is
3: you're paying for a grow light that looks nice as a part of your right. home decor um it's the same mm-hmm. with the mother grow lights like there's definitely pricey but they're so nice like they're beautiful mm-hmm. so like I don't really care if it's showing and it's out and about right like it's really pretty so it's fine.
1: And well, so. You're right you're oh. sorry no, I was you're... just gonna say you're right like you're you're pretty much buying a piece of decor at that point. Yeah that's a fe- that's you know serves a purpose.
2: Yeah. And there's so many, because these lights are so popular, well, popular because they're aesthetically pleasing. There's so many, like, different people who've created products. So, if you don't want to hang it from the ceiling, like, there, I feel like I've seen, like, a wood stand that the cord kind of, like, clips into the top. So, it's almost like a lamp that you would have mm-hmm. in your living room. But so you don't have to, like, attach it to a ceiling if you're a renter or what have you. And then you can yeah, still right. have the grow light in a corner, you know?
3: Yeah, right, right. And also, grow bulbs. Or just, like, certain light bulbs at a certain wattage or whatever it is. You just put them in a lamp you already have. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's easy.
1: Cool. Well, well do we have anything else we want to add?
2: No, um, just that if you're allowed... Well, maybe. But I want to say if you're allowed to, really, like, take a plant or two to your workspace. Mm-hmm. It'll just make your... It'll make your life much more better and... Uh, You won't. But again, if you're allowed, because some places don't allow it.
3: Yeah. Hmm. And also, if you have any say in like the general, I don't know, if I I worked at a place, I would be like, hey, we should add plants into this office. And I would feel comfortable doing that because I'm just that type of person. But, you know, (laughs) if you work somewhere where there's not a single plant, like in common spaces, like in the kitchen or... I'll, you know when, wherever in the hallways and there's windows and like definitely availability to do it maybe ask like yeah hey i know of this service where they will come and take care of our plants every week and we should yep. hire them and get some plants because of these reasons like i don't know if your company yeah. is one that like is open to suggestions like that i think it's a great idea it's well worth the money mm-hmm. honestly it's not it's probably not even that expensive to have somebody come in and take care of the plants every week
1: and I mean, after finding that study from the mid 90s, I'm sure a deeper Google search will find more recent studies of, you know, how plants brighten the workspace, both, you know, mentally and aesthetically, you know, yeah. so.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And if, I think it's it's a benefit for a company to do that.
3: It, yeah, it definitely is. And if all else fails, fake plants are a thing. So.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It, Joanna Gaines of- really. She really has a good fake plants. So I feel like they're getting more and more realistic. <laughs>
3: yeah. You can even make your own yeah. fake plant. I mean, there's lots of... Cori Beth yeah. makes. Cori Beth makes on Instagram. She has a book with a bunch of tutorials. I bought it and it's amazing. And the hmm. plants look Is... very realistic if you're willing to put in the time.
2: <laughs> Is that but... what your Adansoniae yeah. came from?
3: Yeah. And I'm going to make another one because I need like a couple plants like in the kitchen but there's not enough plant like light for where i want to put it so yeah i'm definitely going to be making Mm -hmm. some
1: more fake plants in the coming months yeah i have quite a few fake plants downstairs there's some that you can buy you know you could find fake plants thrifting you can find fake plants at like a place like home goods for really cheap Mm -hmm. but then there's places like target that want to charge thirty dollars a hundred dollars for a fake tree <clears throat> yeah I have a fake olive tree in my basement and I made Jay buy it for me <laughs> mm-hmm. because I couldn't spend the money on it but I really loved it but some some pl- fake plants look really bad too so you just gotta, yeah. you gotta look for the good ones you kind of have to like splurge a little to get the good yeah. ones
3: and it kind of sucks mm-hmm. but it'll never die it, you will have it forever right.
1: so right, right. I don't know no, we just went down the fake plant route. Cool. <laughs> okay, guys. I can hear well, the reviews now. You. These
2: aren't real plant people. Blah, blah, blah. Blah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Unfollow. <laughs> okay, guys. Thank you so much for joining us in today's episode. We really appreciate appreciate you guys being here. Um if you haven't already, be sure to leave us a review if you're able to leave us a review on whatever podcast player you use. I know Apple lets you leave reviews, right? Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Yep.
2: And Spotify. It
1: really helps us get into the right people's ears week after week after week. And if you're not already following us, be sure to follow us at it Together, like I said before, over on Instagram. And then we're all on Instagram separately Adam is at Not Dude, Becca is at De La Plants, and I'm at my Clean Leaves. And we also have a YouTube channel. So if you want some fun planty YouTube content in your life, we got some stuff going on over there. Pot It Together.
2: Yes. Podcast. Woo-hoo.
1: What's our YouTube name? Pot It Together Podcast. Yeah. Okay, that's us over on YouTube. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then since this, since this is our fifth Uh, episode already in season five wow we are on top of our shit i know Uh, what the heck (laughs) five weeks ahead you can i know look at us who's she um you can click on the link in the notes below to our website and we have some merch you guys so if you want to buy some merch Mm. quick little selfless merch plug there we just launched last week and we're going to be launching to the public on Monday, so it's exciting. So it's in my head. That's what's yeah. in my head right now. But um super
3: yeah. exciting. Which also we need to we need to record a Patreon episode. Yes,
2: yeah, I'm gonna we say do. that after we after we X.
3: Oh, sorry. <laughs> we all are we're also on Patreon once a month. We've got some bonus content. It's all catch up, all chatting, and we get yep. deep. You know, sometimes we get real deep. Sometimes we get real funny. So it's fun.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, we're
1: if you always like funny, the chit chat. Yeah. yeah. You'll like it over there. Yeah, we are. All right, guys. Well, thanks again, and we'll see you next week.
4: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.